Cinemalex Studios presents In Scratch by Alexander Ross Narrated by Alexander Ross Chapter 1 Hello? said Alex as he picked up the phone. It was 4 o'clock in the morning. It was a summer night and almost everyone was asleep. Everyone, that is. Except for one. Yeah, I'll let him know. Alex continued. He hung up the phone. He was shocked about what he heard on the phone. What will his friends say? It was getting late, so he went back to sleep. The next day, Alex went to the park with his friends Nick and Narzan. So you're telling me that McMasters went missing? Nick asked. Yes, said Alex. My friend X-Boss told me that McMasters disappeared in a cave here at the park. That's terrible, said Nick. I can't believe it, Arson exclaimed. What What would anyone want with him? Hey, hey, calm down, said Nick. We can figure out a way to solve this, all right? X-Boss says it was in the cave, so we, can, so we have to gather up some supplies to check what was going on, said Alex. I think McMasters also liked diamonds, continued Alex. So that might be why McMasters disappeared, said Arson. Well, uh, no, not really, answered Alex. I think it might be someone who kidnapped him. I agree with him, said Nick. Poss possibly the main cause of the disappearance of McMasters is because of a kidnapper. Or was it too? Since McMasters brought his friend to the cave, there are two kidnappers. I heard that from Xbox, answered Alex. Nick looked at his watch. I, uh, gotta go. I am almost late for my football lessons, said Nick. All right, I said Alex. Well, I'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Bye, Nick. Nick went into his car and drove away. I, uh, have to go to go home, too, said Alex. Well, uh, I'll see you tomorrow, too, Arzen. All right, said Arzen. Goodbye, said both. Alex went, went onto his bike and headed back to the house. It was, it was evening, and Alex stayed up a little bit to prepare for a journey. Chapter 2 The next day, Alex got, got up and packed up for his case. He packed up a flashlight, gloves, and a small metal rod for safety. Alex closed up his backpack and headed to the park and waited there. Two minutes later... Nick and Arson arrived. Oh, you're here, said Alex. I got everything ready for the mystery. Awesome, said Nick. The three friends headed to the cave that was 20 yards away. It was dark in the cave, so Alex turned on his flashlight. So, do you see anything suspicious? said Alex as they looked around in the cave. Mostly, they didn't find anything suspicious. But then, as they were searching, Nick caught something in his eyes. Um, guys, said Nick in confusion, check this out. The two gathered up into something very suspicious. It was a pickaxe. This pickaxe has weird fingerprints on it, said Alex. They kind of look like mine. And I even see paw prints on it as well? This is weird. Hmm, interesting, said Arson. It's uh, not really helping, no. But this pickaxe has fingerprints and paw prints like Alex has, said Nick. Wait, I have paw prints, said Alex. Uh, no, not you, said Nick. Anyway, if we're going to 
to solve this case, we have to keep this. It might lead to other clues. I agree with him, said Alex. It could really help, help us. Okay, said Arson. It looked like McMasters used his to mine for diamonds, said Nick as he saw particles of diamond on the pickaxe. Alex then packed the pickaxe into his backpack and continued walking. Then, as they were walking in a cave deeper, Alex heard a sound. What was that? assumed Alex in confusion. Don't know. I don't really care, though, said Arzen. Besides, it's not like it's helping us find McMasters. Then, Arzen and Nick heard the sound as well. Uh, I really feel like I want to go home now, alarmed Nick. But then, in the strange light, they just only saw Alex's friend, X-Boss. Oh, oh man, you scared us for a moment, said Alex. Wait a minute. What are you doing here, anyway? Uh, I just wanted to take photos of Diamond here, said X-Boss. What are you three doing? Oh, we're just looking for some clues, said Nick. Clues? said X-Boss in confusion. What do you mean? Uh, we're looking for the clues of what happened to McMasters, said Alex. I can tell of your flashlight, said X-Boss. I might be here for a while, so uh, for now you can still search. I'm going to take photos of these mineral minerals. Alright, said Alex. Alex, Nick, and Arson continued their search for clues. Then, Alex saw something that made his heart stop. Chapter 3 Alex was so terrified of what he saw, he couldn't tell Nick and Arson to come. What's wrong? asked Nick. Then he looked at what Alex saw. Arson also came to them. They saw a backpack with a black, blue, and green bag made out of cotton sticking out of it. Alex went closer to the backpack and then picked it up. A backpack? What? You think it's gonna bite? said Arson. Watch. He then reached into the backpack. But then, all of a sudden, a bear chap leapt out, nearly biting Arson's hand. Whoa! said Arson, said Alex. I never felt so wrong in my life, said Arson. Well, this is obviously a very important type of evidence we need to check, considering it was guarded, said Alex. Probably we should take it home to discover more of its evidence. But, Alex, this backpack does not belong to us, Nick said Nick. Come on, said Alex. If we want to figure out where McMasters went, we must take it home. It will probably have something that could help. Uh, all right, said both Nick and Arzen. Alex holds the two backpacks he has, and then the three friends went to Alex's house. Alex sets the backpack on the table. Nick turned on the lights. So, what does this backpack belong to anyway? asked Nick. It says here that this backpack belongs to... Scratcho? said Alex in confusion. I never heard of a person named Scratcho before. Alex checked more in the backpack. Inside, there were files, tracking devices, and a note. Hmm, there's so much stuff in there, said Nick. Alex opened up a file that had a title name planned. I think this may be the file we need, said Alex. Nick and Arson gathered up to the file. There's a document right here that says plan. Capture McMasters and take over the world? Is this really necessary for someone to take over the world by doing something like that? 
continued Alex. I don't know why someone would do something like that, mentioned Nick. Keep on reading the document, said Arson. And it also says take over take over other people and kill present Alex? Am I reading this right, guys? said Alex. Mm, looks like it, said Arson. Alex was very confused now. He didn't know who was the present Alex and who was up to this. There's a note, said Nick, holding the note in his hand. Nick set the note on the table, and Alex and Arzen went up to the note and read it. Alex read the note out loud. Dear President Alex, you have totally made a serious mistake on reading this. Me and my friend were planning a revenge on you and your little friends. Sincerely, Alex stopped reading the note out loud. The last part of the note was stripped. Oh, come on! We were so close! Said Arson. We got more documents there, you know, said Nick, holding another document. Nick placed a document and opened it. Inside was a map. That's our neighborhood, said Alex. You will have a map of our neighborhood. As the three friends looked closer, they saw three red circles of permanent marker on three houses on the map. Those are our houses, cried Alex, which means they might be tracking us. Calm down said Arson. Ar Alex then crumbled the map. I can't let those people track us, thought Alex. What should I do? What should I do? Soon, the light began to flicker for a little bit. Then the light went out. Everyone trembled for a little. I'm going to repair the light, said Nick. I'm going with you, said Alex, as he, bring how he, as he was bringing out his, the toolbox. Luckily, I have a flashlight so we can repair the bulb. Gotcha, said Nick. Both Nick and Arson went to repair the bulb. Then, as the light was repaired and turned on, they saw two glowing cat eyes in the window. Chapter 4 What's that outside? said Alex. Uh, I don't know, said Nick as he was getting closer to the window. Suddenly, the lights burned out again. There was silence for a few seconds. Ah! Screamed Nick. Arson and Alex were confused. There was another scream. The lights went back on, but red. Alex started to get worried. He went to the bedroom and saw Nick and Arson both traumatized at what they saw. A rubber glove, Alex, and a blue cat. Oh, said the replica. Look who just came to our little surprise. Alex was in shock. What do you want? said Alex. Oh, nothing. Just a little bit of a game that we call revenge, said the cat. Alex brought out his stratosword and decided to fight. The cat scratched Alex as they were fighting. Nick and Arson decided to help Alex and join the fight as well. Nick tried to use his synthesis beam, but the replica was too invincible. Alex tried to stop them, but then the cat kicked Alex down. The cat put his foot on Alex's chest, but not too firm. Don't you recognize us? It's me, Scratcho. Alex tried to leave, but the foot was on the chest. You might not recognize us by now, but you might recognize this. 
scratch over and scratched Alex a few times. Nick tried to flee, but was taken by the replica. I'll take that, thanks. Arson then took off running after him. In a few seconds, he was nowhere to be seen. Scratchdo then shanked his claws. It's time for you to feel what we felt. Alex was then scratched one more time. There was darkness. Then, Alex woke up in a jail cell. Uh, where am I? The warden came in and said, You don't remember. You were caught holding two boys in the street. Two boys in the... <gasps> Wait, this is a misunderstanding, said Alex. Nope. You were in court, and the decision was final. <sighs> Great, thought Alex sarcastically. The cop then turned the lights off. Lights out! The warden then left the cell room. Alex was now depressed since the time at the house. Then, a few minutes later, two glowing cat eyes were seen. Well, 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 look who just went to jail. D don't get any closer, Scratcho, screamed Alex. I know, things didn't go as they supposed to be. But now that I'm here, I'll try to make things right. Uh, how? said Alex. We know about those scratch-off tickets at the lottery. Well, there is something I can do just related to that. Scratcho then came closer. Finn scratched Alex a lot. Alex was screaming with pain. And just as things went worse. I think it's a win for me. Good night. Scratcho then scratched Alex very hard at Alex's left eye. There were screams of terror, pain, and misery. Then there was darkness, and no more sound was made. Chapter 5 Alex woke up the next day, with his clothes torn up, with a scar on his left eye, and almost covered with bloodstains. Uh, what? Alex looked around. He noticed that he was in a forest. It was also cloudy. Legend forest? muttered Alex. Oh no. Alex tried to get up, but he couldn't. Hello? Anyone? yelled Alex. There was nobody. He was lost in the middle of nowhere. He tried to get up and walk. He tried to think where he was in the forest. Then he saw a river with a supply of water to wash and drink. Alex went to the river to wash off. Then, as he was getting a drink, he fell into the river. Alex tried to swim back, but then he struck a piece of land in the middle of a river, giving a bruise to Alex's arm. He decided to claim onto the land, but now he was stuck. He tried to scream for help, but there was no answer. Then, a few minutes later, a small blue stick man came. Don't worry, I'll help! He grabbed a small platform and made a bridge for Alex to cross over. Alex crossed over the bridge. Thanks, said Alex. No problem, said the man, said the stick man. Follow me to the tent so, so you can be warm. Alex followed the stick man to his tent. By the way, my name's Gary. I'm McMaster's brother. Oh, that's good to hear, said Alex. 
Carrie didn't put up a fireplace since it was getting late. Mm, do you know where McMaster's went? Said Alex. Uh, I don't know, said Carrie. But I do know one thing. Uh, what is it? Asked Alex. There was someone I saw with a mask that looked really creepy. His name was probably Cross, explained Carrie. Mm, I see, said Alex. However, I'm not too I'm not too completely sure who he is, but to ex to be exact, he might be a puppet master. What? said Alex. Yes, said Carrie. Well, uh it's starting to get late now. There is an extra tent right next to mine. You can sleep there. Uh okay. Thanks, said Alex. We can talk more about Cross tomorrow, okay? said Carrie. Okay, answered Alex. Alex then walked to the tent and went to sleep. Carrie then put out the fireplace, then went to his tent and went to sleep. There was a red moon out of the sky, and there were crickets, crickets chirping in the night. Chapter 6 The next day, Alex woke up. He put on his clothes and saw Carrie as he left the tent. So, about Cross said Alex. Oh yeah, Cross, said Carrie. He might have been controlling those two people. One of them looked like you, and the other one that looks like a cat. Oh, I seen those two people scratch you and probably past Alex, I think, said Alex. Yep, those are the ones, said Carrie. Cross might have used the two corrupted ones to... Wait, they're called the corrupted ones, said Alex. Yes, answered Carrie. Cross might have used them to capture McMasters. If you want to save them, remember, stop those corrupted ones. Because at any chance, they could stop you, kill you, or anything to stop you at any chance. So be careful. Alright, said Alex. If you want to find their base, I have a prepared a backpack for you, said Carrie. We are defense weapons, food and drinks, and a flashlight. I also packed in a cell phone, so he will be in contact. Alright, I'll see you later, said Alex. Alex then grabbed the backpack and headed out. He walked through a trail of leaves. Then, at a distance, he saw a robot. The robot noticed Alex, then decided to turn, and to Alex's vision, it went in kill mode. Alex ran, but the robot came closer. Just then, the robot grasped Alex and tried to eat him. Alex grabbed his jaws to keep open, but his strength was giving out. So Alex then kicked the inside of a robot, causing the robot to let him go. Alex brought one of Carrie's weapons and tried to destroy the robot. He sliced both of the robot's arms, causing it to malfunction, and then broke down and fell to the ground. Alex puts the weapon in his backpack and ran away. Meanwhile, in a different place, Arzen woke up at the entrance of a maze of leaves. Uh, where am I? said Arzen. Hello? yelled at the yelled the voice from the other side of a maze. Nick, is that you? asked Arzen. Yes. Uh, where are we? said Nick. I uh, I'm not sure. It looks like a maze in here, said Arzen. Arzen saw a sign that read, "Maze of Leaves. Enter if you dare." 
Ours inside. <sighs> I guess we'll have to get through somehow, said Arson. Great, said Nick sarcastically. Of course we got captured by the two people that we were trying to capture, then got sent to a maze. How lucky. Wait, said Arson. There are leaves on the floor of the maze. They might lead to something. Hopefully. Mm, are you sure, though? Asked Nick. I'm not really sure. But it's worth a try, said Arson. So as the true friend, two friends tried to figure out the exit, they both saw each other. There you are, said Nick. Now to figure our way out. They continued following the trail of leaves. Then, a few minutes later, Arson found the exit. Found it, said Arson. When they walked out of a maze, they saw another sign saying, You have passed the maze, but there are still more games ahead. Both Nick and Arson sighed, sighed loudly. Chapter 7 Meanwhile, Alex found a spot to rest. He took out one of Carrie's homemade sandwiches and ate it. He was resting on a tree, eating his sandwich, and, watch, and watching a beautiful view of the forest. Then, he noticed some kind of a large metal box in the middle of the forest. After he finished his sandwich... Alex grabbed his backpack and went closer to the box. It was a small little metal house with no windows and a metal door. Alex went to the door and knocked. Then, a small screen appeared right next to the door. Enter the passcode, said the computer. Alex wasn't sure of what the passcode was, so he decided to call Carrie. Carrie picked up the phone. Hello, said Carrie. Oh, hi. I'm at a little metal house, and it says I need a passcode, said Alex. Fell silence for a few seconds. Congrats! You are at Cross's base, said Carrie. Oh, cool, said Alex. Now, about the passcode, said Carrie. If I'm about right, I think the passcode is probably N-R-U-T-R-E-V-O. I think I know why the passcode is this, pronounced like this. But don't ask why. Uh, okay, thanks, said Alex. No problem. Talk to you later, said Carrie. Alex hung up the phone and then entered the same passcode that Carrie told him. Access granted, said the computer. The, the door unlocked and opened. Alex went inside the house and the door closed behind him. Meanwhile, Arson and Nick were faced with another problem. Arson saw another sign that said, the green button will kill you, while the red button will lead to success. I'm not really sure I trust that, said Arson. Give it a try, said Nick. Arson clicked on the red button, which then an axe from the wall came in. Nick saved, Nick saved Arson from the axe. Okay, now I now know not to trust the signs, said Arson. Nick clicked the green, on the green button, which opened to the door, to the next room, which was the same as the previous room. What if the buttons are pressed in order from green to red and so on? Asked Nick. Nick clicked on the red button. Wait, don't! Said Arson. To the surprise, the door opened to the next and last room. Oh, well, I guess you're right, said Arson. So when they clicked the last button, they went to a big room full of deactivated robots. Uh, what's this? Asked Nick. There was one more sign that said, Welcome to your last game, 
and your last few minutes of life. Uh, this doesn't sound good, said Nick. Just then, a few minutes later, the robots activated, and to their vision, they went into kill mode and turned to the two friends. Oh, it's on. If you think you can win against me, you are very wrong, said Arson. Okay, here we go, said Nick shakily. Chapter 8 Meanwhile, Alex was walking through a dark tunnel. Almost all of his bloodstains were gone, but his clothes were still torn up. His scar was not hurting anymore. Alex saw a small door in front of him, and when he walked through, he saw a small room filled with screens of camera footages. Alex went to one of those screens and saw the footage of Nick and Arzen at the maze, another one of Nick and Arzen at the rooms, and a live footage of Nick and Arzen fighting with the robots. Alex was watching in despair. Then, he noticed a button saying, Emergency Shut Off. Alex thought it would help, so he slammed the button, causing the robots to stop. Nick and Arson were confused. Uh, what happened? asked Nick. Alex saw another door, which led downstairs to a large room. Alex! said both Nick and Arson in excitement. There you both are, said Alex. Um, so, uh, how do we get out? asked Nick. You don't get to leave, said a voice in the room. The room lit up lead. The three friends were terrified. Then came Scratcho, corrupted Alex, and a man wearing a black robe and a mask. Oh, no, said Alex. You're Cross. Yes, said Cross. Welcome to your final game, said corrupted Alex. Even if you win, you'll still not get a chance to survive. Let the games begin, said Cross. The entire room began to shake. Then, some wolf came out of Cross and began to form replicas of Arzen and Nick. Uh-oh, not those two, said Nick. Arzen brought out his phaser sword, and Nick brought out his natural katana. Alex brought out one of Carrie's swords, and all three decided to fight. The clone of Arzen tried to slice the other one, but Arzen dodged. The clones were too overpowered, so the three friends decided to hide behind a small wall. These guys are overpowered, said Alex. Yeah, but not overpowered enough, said Arzen. Arzen ran and sliced the Arzen clone with his phaser sword. Nick also sliced both the Nick and Alex clone with his katana. However, Cross created more of them. Oh no, there are 15 of them, said Alex. Got you covered, said a voice in the room. Carrie, said Alex. Carrie and the three friends tried to kill the clones. However, some of them were too strong, and one of them knocked out Nick's katana. Alex then killed all the clones. Alex brought back Nick's katana. Cross made a few more clones and sent out Scratcho and corrupted Alex in. The battle was getting more tense as the three friends fought Cross. Chapter 9 Here goes another batch of them, said Alex. One of the clones knocked down Nick and tried to kill him. But just at the nick of time, Alex saved him. Just then the room shook again and created a large hole in the middle of a room to certain death. Stand back, said Alex. You don't have to stand back, said Scratcho. You just have to get closer. 
until you fall. Oh, no, we don't, said Arson. Arson tried to put Persh, some of the clones down the hole. There was one more clone left. Alex finished the clone, then kicked him down the hole. There are no more clones left. I guess we have to do the work by ourselves, said Corrupted Alex. Here goes the rest. The Corrupted Ones then chased down the three friends. They tried to fight the Corrupted Ones, but they were too strong. Alex tried to think of a way. Then, he found out he found one. Alex tried to kick the Corrupted Ones down the hole, but they were strong enough to get back up. You think that we'll be defeated that easily? Said Scratcho. Come on, think of a way, thought Alex. There was no way to defeat the Corrupted Ones. Give it your best shot, said Corrupted Alex. So, Arson tried to keep Corrupted Alex down the hole. Corrupted Alex tried to get up, but Arson stomped on his hand, causing him to let go. Corrupted Alex fell down the hole, no more to be seen. Scratcher tried to scratch Arson. Don't worry, I'll get you, said Alex. Alex tried to kick Scratcho down the hole. He tried to get up, but Alex pushed him down the hole. Scratcho then fell down the hole, no longer to be seen. Over was left was Cross. You might have lost that last time, but you won't be able to survive this time, said Cross. Chapter 10 The final fight has begun. Nick, Alex, and Arson against Cross. If you think you'll be able to go against me, you'll regret, said Cross. Alex ran to the cross and sliced off his mask. Unexpectedly, Cross had another mask behind the other one. Huh? said Alex. If you ever try to slice off my mask, you'll not like what you'll see, said Cross. It's up, said Nick. A batch of black wool dropped down from the ceiling and straight to Alex. The wool squeezed Alex's throat, trying to choke him. Then, Arzen sliced the wool with his phaser sword, letting Alex able to breathe. Thanks, Arzen, said Alex. The hole started to glow red, and then the room shook lots more. Carrie tried to kick Cross into a hole, but he used his wool to get back up. The four friends hid from Cross. I think I have a plan, said Carrie. If we slice all for the wool Cross has, then we'll be able to defeat him. Uh, are you sure it's a good idea? Nick asked. I'm positive, answered Carried. The room's walls broke apart, and the floor shook even more. Now there was no more walls, and around the floor was lava. Cross was more powerful than before. Alright, are we ready? said Carrie. Yep, said out everyone. Alex brought out his sword. Cross tried to use his wall to capture him. Alex sliced each bit of the wall Cross used to capture him. Nick used his katana to slice off the other wall Cross had. Carrie and Arzen brought out their swords and sliced off the rest. Cross had no more wall now. It's time to finish you off, Cross, said Alex. Even if you finish me off, you will not be able to save your little friend of yours, said Cross. Where is McMasters? said Cross. 
He's right here, said Cross as he used his will to bring out of the cage. Inside there was McMaster's. Oh no, said Carrie. Let him go, yelled Arson. I don't think so, said Cross. He lowered a few feet of the cave down to the lava. We gotta stop Cross right this instant, said Nick. I mean, that's kind of obvious, considering we've been trying to do that for the past few days, said Arson. Attack! Oh boy, said Nick sarcastically. Ox tried to kick Cross down the lava, but was unable to. This is the last straw, yelled Alex. Let him go! Alex then kicked down Cross down the lava so hard, no longer to be seen. There was silence for a few seconds. Welp, we did it, said Nick. <clears throat> said McMasters. Get me out of a cage! Oh yeah, said Alex. Chapter 11 After they got McMaster's out of a cage, the four friends got over the house. Well, we did it, said Nick. This has been the four longest days of my life, said Arson, relieved. Well, it's been everyone's longest four days of life, said Alex. Yeah, said Arson. They walked down to their houses. Hmm, say, said Nick. What happened to your clothes? And bloodstains. Oh, that? I was scratched a million times, answered Alex. Oh, said Nick. Uh, so, uh, thanks, segment masters. The sun was starting to peak. Well, I guess I have to go back, said McMasters. Alright, said Alex. Carrie went with McMasters and left. Well, I'll see you later. Nick and Arzen, said Alex. All right, said both Nick and Arzen. The three friends went back to your house, their houses. Yay, you're back, said Theodore. So, where were you? It's been a long story, said Alex. Oh, all right, said Theodore. I'll be in the living room if you need me. Okay, said Alex. Alex opened up the blinds. He saw the sunlight in the sky, and the trees, and the birds. Alex had never been an adventure like this in his life. The end. Epilogue. Alex was using his laptop normally, writing a book about the adventure. Then, he got an email. He opened up it up and it read, Dear Alex, If you are reading this, then you know that he killed me in the lava. However, I'm not dead. Sincerely, Cross. Alex was in shock. Alex then closed his laptop and plugged it into his charger. Uh-oh, thought Alex. To be continued. In book two. This has been In Scratch by Alexander Ross.